The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Hi, then. Y'all be ready? I be ready. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Chattanooga's own Jeff Styles here with the Y. Surrounded by my cohorts, compatriots, co-conspirators, fellow criminals, and journalists at large. Jen Lambert, Pim Jen, Russell Stroud, Russell the Love Muscle, and Brian, no nickname Stone. And we are here to inform you and entertain you. And secondly, entertain you and inform you. And that's what we're going to do today. Let's see. How do we want to do it today? How do we want to do it today? Probably the same as every other day. A loose sort of program guide that we follow. I want to say thanks to our sponsors. Thank you very much. Quality Tire Pros for being presenting sponsor. And welcome to CADIS. Yes. This will be something we get into much more in depth later on. CADIS has actually joined us as an advertiser and a sponsor. Sponsor. And I think that if... If you don't realize this and understand this, this is groundbreaking. Um, okay, this is an AA-based program, and it has, you know, helped countless thousands, tens of thousands of people in this region over the years. But, I mean, part of the whole AA reason for existence, what's the French phrase? Raison d'être. Uh, piece de resistance. Whatever it is, I don't know. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think that's it, Russell. Um, I, I wasn't the anonymity re- reason de être. Oh, oh the uh, nom de guerre. Yeah, no, that's the your name that you use when you check into a hotel. Uh, Buck Hardwood. I was no, only. I, sorry, <laughs> I, was, I thought that was non de plume. <laughs> it is. I was only. It is. I, I, all right, fine. I'll admit. I was only halfway listening because I was reading an article. <laughs> and see, you can actually tell the ravages of of drugs and alcohol when you listen to me speak. And and no, I mean, I mean, the the their one of their sayings is attraction not promotion and so this is a big deal there there clearly has been a sea change at the very very basic level of 12-step programming and we welcome it and I have always welcomed it I, I used to have the hardest time getting somebody from any of the local you know um, groups to ever come on and talk now you had uh, back in the day in the same time frame that that the hospitals were were tearing each other's you know eyes out in competition, mm-hmm. we had massive rehab programs on here like Greenleaf and Cornerstone or something like that, and, and they, they also were highly competitive. And then you had these these smaller community-based, you know, um, government-funded groups that were doing the best they could, and, and they, they stayed within those limits. And I'm just very, very glad to have them on and yeah. very forward to getting them in here. Um, I will go ahead and and I'm going to share something with you here in just a little bit from one of our sponsors, and and I'm going to use his name, which he is often a contributor to the show, but I let him remain anonymous. has to do with the W Road closing. Mm Ah, yes. Have you noted this is now the second and or third closing of the W Road, and they were going to try to get all this work done in one day? There's a reason that it didn't happen. Also, yesterday I asked uh, Jen 
and she's the postmistress to post up a video that several people had asked me about, uh, assuming that I would know more than they did, about a mysterious, it actually happened at two places on the globe, but the video came from Mexico, and that video is posted, and you ought to take a look at it, of the yellow-headed blackbirds, I mean, 20,000 strong diving into the ground yeah. in a little village in Mexico. You'll Somebody need to just scroll happened down to catch a little it. bit to find it. it I, I, I can only say this. Check it out because it really is a phenomenon, mm. and I, I know it's happened before. And somewhere, wherever else it happened, it was in East Europe or Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it just, I think it was coincidence. This is my thought on it. it, it just like a murmur of, of starlings, mm-hmm. they, they often gather together. And I have a feeling they were probably moving in mass. And a big predator came over in Mexico, probably a golden eagle. Mm-hmm. And so they dove and followed the leader. The leader probably swooped at the last second. And the rest of them didn't get the message. And it looks like literally you're pouring birds out of a bucket onto the ground, and and hundreds of them Jeez. died. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's 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 rather breathtaking. I'm covering the stuff that I forgot to cover yesterday. Are you speculating that it was yeah, a predator? Yeah, 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 yeah. Complete. It could com- it possibly total have been some form of it could have been chemical a, that was in yes, the air. Yes, it know, could have pollution. been something something in the air. It could have been magnetism. It right. could have been microwaves. Sure. I mean, but I mean, all of them didn't die. They just just the ones that pounded into the ground at you know terminal velocity died. Mm-hmm. So weird. And and yellow blackbirds are beautiful little birds. But I mean, you get you guys have seen starlings. Nobody really knows how they communicate and how they wheel around the way they do. Mm-hmm. But just very much like the Blue Angels have done it before, and the Thunderbirds have done it before. I mean, whole an entire squadron of pilots have been killed because they are trained to follow the leader. And if the leader piles into the ground, guess what the rest yep, of them do? They follow. Yep. They fi- they pile into the ground, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a it's a it's a shame and it's sad, but. Uh, anyway, just just pointing that out. There's all kinds of things that are on our Facebook page that we don't ever necessarily talk about. Um, I'm going to start the show with a a loss, and it's it's a great one to me because my writing style, and I used to write more than I talked for a living, believe it or not. Um, I, it was it was greatly influenced by P.J. O'Rourke. P.J. O'Rourke was the gonzo journalist on the conservative side of the coin with Hunter S. Thompson, while Hunter S. Thompson was an anarchist, I guess, Yeah. Uh, certainly, you know, way left <laughs> of center. And P.J. O'Rourke was a, was a staunch conservative who was very popular among the college-level readership that Rolling Stone had. And way back a long time ago, like when I was in school in 1981, they devoted an entire month, you know, publication to the utterly mind-blowing summer of Ocean Stiggs, a piece that was written by P.J. O'Rourke, who went on to write several wonderful books about politics and conservative politics in general and the way it was perceived in America. Mm-hmm. But this was just a farce. And uh, the, the, the incredible director, Robert Altman, did a movie about Ocean Stiggs, and it was horrible. It was terrible, but y'all may have actually heard me use this phrase before, and it comes straight from O.C. and Stiggs, and I, I, he died at 74, and there are people all over the place. I, I got a message from Mayor Tim Kelly, who's you know in that same age bracket that, that, that we are. I think he kind of spans between you and I, he Jen. He does, yeah. And uh, 
He said it was one of his favorite writers during that time frame, too. And, of course, I'm sure, you know, everybody who goes to any kind of Ivy League college is going to read all the rest of the stuff that Ivy League colleges do. And the Lampoon came from Harvard, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but we lost P. Joe O'Rourke yesterday. But the, 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 the word Schwabian, I use that every <laughs> once in a while when I'm trying to describe something that is incredibly, stupidly inept. I always thought you were referring to Charles Schwab. No, that's, that's just it. That's, we thought it was so funny. Me and all my friends thought it was so funny when the Charles Schwab commercials first came out. When Charles Schwab speaks, people listen. Yeah, talk to Charles. And, and to us, it, Schwab meant Randall Schwab, the arch enemy of O.C. and Stiggs, these two kids. Let, let, me, I, let me just read the, uh, a little Wikipedia thing here. And, and forgive me for my indulgence. Indulge my <laughs> forgiveness. Do whatever you're going to do. The utterly monstrous, mind-roasting summer of O.C. and Stiggs, first issue ever in the entire history of this magazine. This is written by P.J. as O.C. Stiggs devoted to just one huge story, and the first issue that's ever been completely written by a 16-year-old, which he was not. Me, O.C. Ogilvy, a problem teen. First off, it's real important to announce that every single item in the story is 100% accurate and true. The guarantee of this, of course, is the legal stamp of Reynaldo Ortego, this Mexican lawyer who works out of a temporary trailer office at the mall. So the only stamp stuff that he figures is legally true. <laughs> that's the, so that's two gonzo journalists with Mexican lawyers. Yes, exactly. No, his, the, the, no, no, Hunter's was a Samoan. He was the 300-pound Samoan <laughs> oh, attorney. Okay. And uh, no, but I mean, and, and their arch enemy was Randall Schwab. And here's, here's a perfect example. They were, they were actually, they were kind of frenemies, and they were helping Randall and his dad do some work at their house and they were they were putting up roof tiles when Randall suddenly got the incredibly Schwabian idea he was standing on a ladder his arms got tired so he held up the tile with his head and was just holding there with his head and his dad was using a nail gun (laughs) and he drove a nail through the tile and I know this was based on actually a true story that happened to somebody right down through the hemispheres of his brain it went through the tile, and they had to take him to the hospital with a tile on his head, <laughs> like a mortar board at college graduation, oh, no. and it didn't do any damage. It went straight wow, through the lucky. hemispheres, and it didn't damage either sides of his brain. But in, the, the, the word Schwabian to us meant absolutely insanely stupid. And then suddenly there's Charles Schwab when he speaks, people listen. We used to think that was hilarious. <laughs> but God rest you, P.J. O'Rourke. And also, if you haven't seen it yet, you will soon. Roy Kent from Ted Lasso, my favorite character by far. Yeah, uh, he's here. He's there. He's every effing where. That, that's that's what the crowd chants whenever he's out there. He is notoriously grumpy. He actually makes an appearance on Sesame Street with Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Twin souls. You'll see the video here soon. So there you go. Um, let me go ahead and switch over. Uh, I'm going to go to, to Brian real fast for just a couple of quick sports updates. Um, American hockey team stumbles in the Olympics, loses out. The Russian skater stumbled as well, but it didn't hurt her score. Everybody in the skating world wishes that they would go ahead and pull the trigger on this nobody is rooting for her anymore. And that's that's sad, and it's not her fault. Well, they're saying one of the sanctions, if she were to win, they will not allow there to be a... Uh, a, cel- a the podium. The yeah. podium medal, yeah. which Ceremony. is... Ceremony. 
what the hell? Why? What? What? How was that some kind of punishment? I don't know. When you're going to have two other people who, you know, let, let's face it, there, there's it a lot fairly. of there's a lot yeah. of reasons that the uh, Olympians do what they do. One of them is to stand on the damn podium. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's that's important. That's like winning the championship and not being handed your trophy. Right. Uh, that's a very odd penalty. But outside of that, I don't know any more about it. The other one, um, uh, just real quick, is the fact that. Um, the man that we were talking about was just so monstrous on the part of the Rams and has been for years and years, Aaron Donald, the defensive specialist. And he won again the defensive player of the year in the NFL. And it's like the fourth time he's won that. He's only 30 years old. And uh, Mike Freeman in USA Today, the sports columnist, says, talk about burying the lead. Two or three different reporters had this and mentioned it, but they didn't make a big deal out of it. Aaron said if he won the Super Bowl, he would quit. And he, that's apparently what he's going to do at 30. And that's now, that used to be retirement age. It's not anymore. It, it, and he is, he is, he's like Dick Buckus and Ray Lewis put together as a defensive lineman. He's the guy I was saying could not be stopped by any single offensive lineman anywhere in the NFL. There's uh, also whispers that the head coach, Sean McVay, might uh, retire as well because he's a good-looking guy who's well-spoken, who can make more money yeah. broadcasting than coaching. And what, he's 36? 36 years old yeah. i think that this is a lot of uh uh like we talk about russell the, the press pool and the rumor mill just gossipville yeah. mm -hmm. i think this is media press pool and gossip mill i bet they both play next year one coaches one plays next year maybe not maybe they both quit i don't know we have uh we'll lots see. of you go ahead i'm sorry no i was just gonna say we'll see that's all um here this is the thing on the w road this was sent to me by dax turner of chattanooga safety products who lives there who lives there and right. also his his business is out on highway 58 Chattanooga safety products but he lives up there and he's part of the rescue squad and I've mentioned before you know he was not against the park and the 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 mountain bike terrain you know runs the the these big bomb runs uh off the side of the mountain but he said there will be injuries and there will be rescues yeah. and they have to take this into consideration he got in touch with me on this whole W road debacle I saw it I saw it Monday morning that they were going to close it and I was thinking, well, what about the people who live on it? No, they can still It's not get just home. an avenue. Yeah, they can still go. Yeah. Well, they you know, have the, one lane open for them. Right. This, is, this is what they said. They said, this past week, the residents of the W Road were put in a pickle when Walden's Ridge Utility District announced that it would be a complete closing of the W Road, the first announcement, to an its extension of a water line. Information they provided us led us to believe that half of the residents were going to be locked into their homes. That's not true. Or kept away from their homes from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. He said, I reached out to Chip Baker and Austin Garrett about this issue, and they both went to work. They brought Todd Lehman, director of public works for Hamilton County, into the fold, and the three of them were able to get this issue resolved. We had a couple of neighbors who had long-standing doctor's appointments. Apparently, that's what they were told. So they were going to do that. Yeah, wow. on these days. Okay. And not being able to leave their homes was going to be a big issue. Yeah. I personally want to publicly thank them for helping our community and getting this issue resolved. Nice. That's Chip Baker and Austin Garrett and Todd Lehman. You can use my name on this, Dax Turner. So mm -hmm. just kind of just go Well, good for him. Glad get, he did that. Yeah, get that out of the way. All right. Um, and that's that's pretty much what we've got. The the medal count right now at the Olympics is uh, eight golds, seven silvers, four bronze. And like I said the hockey team is out. I don't think anybody expected that to happen. We were kind of were they beaten by Slovakia. Yes, yeah. I think I think you are correct. I think that's I don't have it next to me. Yeah, right we've got. Second. I mean, we just got our kids there. We don't have any yeah, pros. Yeah, yeah, the, pro, so the I, There pro, was no expectations. Pros didn't anything. go. And also on on when I said welcome to Cadis, I also should have said this. There was a little bit of a news item 
about uh, a new program at UTC called the Mox Recovery Program. Mm-hmm. They're 60 days into it. They started it a couple of months ago. I know you yeah, mentioned I it. Talked about it. Yesterday, and yeah. I know, and, and I just think that is wonderful. I, it I, is. I'm just going to just add my, my two thumbs up to that. Yep. Uh, apparently, a lot of positive response. And I'm telling you, that is the time to try to get them. Mm-hmm. When I see somebody come into the program and they're very young, they usually are very sheepish about it. They feel like they're missing a, a, a huge part of their life because they've already got an issue and they can't go out and party with their friends. Trust me, you are blessed and gifted if you figure out you've got a problem that easy and that young. That young is what I really meant to say. Not easy. There's nothing easy about it. But, I mean, it will save you so much misery down the road. So so yay to them, all right? And the police and mental health pro team up that we got going on, too, we have got to get a representative from the police department in here at some point to talk about multiple things. We'll devote the whole show to it, but that's definitely one. At this point forward, we're going to have these emergency response units where the officers show up along with a mental health professional. Mm -hmm. And this is what we've been asking for for quite some time. And other cities have actually installed it, and it has been very, very successful because there's a lot of times where, you know, the police, the only, you know, what, what, again, the, you know, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down when the only tool you have is a hammer. You see every problem is a nail. Well, they have bullets as answers, and so they use them way too often when really somebody who knew what to say and when to say it might be able to defuse this situation and we would have less loss of life and gunfire in neighborhoods. So yay for that. All right, Russell, we'll turn it over to you right now. We'll go ahead and get started. Uh, This is all just bric-a-brac. This is the intro. The first official part of the show brought to you by People's Home Equity, 591-9801, Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass, chatmortgage.com is your look at sports with Russell Stroud. Sports. News. News. <laughs> and sports. With We're already movie. way late, too, so you'll keep yeah. that in mind. All right. Uh, 38-year-old woman from McMinn County now faces 18 charges of statutory rape after the sheriff's office says she preyed upon young high school boys. Melissa Blair booked into the McMinn County jail where she quickly posted bail. Sheriff Guy says there are nine victims currently known. There could be more. One victim's mother told the press that Blair enticed her son over social media to engage in lewd acts. DA Steve Crump at a press conference said there were hundreds of hours put into this investigation, but they may not be done yet, as they believe there could be other victims who have not yet come forward. Smoke detectors at a home on Hickory Valley Road gave one family a rude awakening. They rushed outside to find that their home was indeed on fire. The Chattanooga Fire Department says their crews quickly got the blaze put out, though extensive damage was done. Some of the fire was actually under the house, the cause under investigation, the family of two being assisted by the Red Cross. A student at Walker Valley High School was arrested, accused of threatening another student with a knife. An assistant principal brought the issue before a school resource officer. The SRO confronted the student and was purportedly given permission to search the student's vehicle. Multiple knives were then reportedly found and the student was charged. The student, for his part, said that he never actually intended to hurt anyone. And finally, the police department says that there have been 10 overdose deaths since February the 1st. The deaths are reportedly linked to fentanyl, a synthetic synthetic opioid, many times more powerful than heroin. Now in Tennessee, there is a, not really new anymore, but a several years old law, which allows for drug dealers whose clients die of a drug overdose to be charged with second degree murder. And if the people responsible for dealing these drugs are found, you can be assured that that's the charge that they will face. And now from the Strait of Hormuz, it's Dave Hooker. 
it was a very special night on Tuesday for Tennessee basketball. Dave Hooker off the hook. Sports Tennessee beat Kentucky on Tuesday, and amazingly, Rick Barnes has beat Kentucky nine times since becoming Tennessee's head coach in 2016. That is as many times as the previous six coaches beat Kentucky from 1995 to 2015. So, uh, of course, it was a special scene. It's Kentucky, and Tennessee always gets up for Kentucky. But the way that Tennessee won in dominant fashion over one of the top-ranked teams in the nation was truly inspiring. And then Tennessee's fans didn't charge the court. They're used to beating Kentucky, but Tennessee's players charged the fans. They went up and thanked the fans. It truly is a special feeling. Earlier that day, Rick Barnes, Tennessee's head coach, sent out a special message to Dick Vitale, the longtime ESPN broadcaster who's suffering from cancer. So there's no question that Tennessee has a great man and a great coach, considering the number of wins he has on his resume, but ultimately his tenure will be judged by what he does in the NCAA tournament. And today, he only has one Final Four appearance that includes that long run at Texas. So, very special day. Celebrate it, enjoy it, but we all know how Tennessee fans are. We all know how all fans are. We all know how we are. Ultimately, if Tennessee gets bounced early in the NCAA tournament, Fans aren't going to be happy, but Tuesday night certainly was a night to celebrate. Now you move forward throughout the rest of the SEC slate and in the SEC tournament, and then the big dance. Dave Hooker, All Thug Sports. All right, then. Let's go ahead and get this thing really flying here. Up front wrap-up. Up front wrap-up. We'll go ahead and give Cadis a shout-out again for joining us. We will become official advertisers here within the next few days. Glad to have him on board. Um, on that issue and some of the other mental health things we're talking about, I think that the local firefighters from Cleveland that are walking to Nashville are doing a very good thing, and I think that the, the premise of, of what they're doing is called Walk for Dustin. They had a firefighter that committed suicide up there after a particularly horrific fire uh, where there were victims uh, that he had to recover and apparently he did not recover and Walk for Dustin is about making PTSD a work injury uh, for firefighters and police officers and it makes perfect sense to me and so they're actually on their way they're hiking to Nashville from Cleveland to try to bring awareness to it I can't imagine that that hasn't already been the case they plan to get there by the 23rd. I talked to somebody the other day who, you know, works in, in the field where he is a, a an EMS worker and was called out to a, 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 a no-show. You know, would you go check on this guy, 25 years old, and he was been dead for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and this guy was rattled beyond belief. And I told him, I said, man, we're not supposed to be seeing dead people. I mean, I mean, human beings have to take care of dead human beings, but most of us are not geared up. We're not really wired to deal with death very well, mm-hmm. especially Americans. Yeah. I, have to, I think our culture really, really screws us up when it comes to death. And, yeah. uh, and you know, just and having to deal with bodies, the soft machine of human beings that have been, you know, eviscerated and, and you know, it just it's a terrible, terrible scenario. 
Um, there's an antiviral COVID treatment that's going to be available to everybody in Tennessee very shortly. No problems there. Um, seven dead, 14 missing from a Spanish fishing boat. How often do you hear that off the coast of Canada? Not very often. They had the Armada up until 15-something. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. they, they, were the, they were the most you know powerful seagoing nation on the planet. But how often do you hear Spanish fishing vessel? Not very often, especially not off the coast of Canada. And they, they set off in very stormy waters, and they mm. were warned. And, well, seven dead, 14 missing. Oh, that's terrible. Um, Georgia lawmakers giving farmers more protection from nuisance lawsuits. We were just talking, we were flashing back to the conversation yesterday about the Mock's big win and how we were all, apparently, everybody was at the sandbar that night. And, uh, you know, the sandbar went, wasn't. went out of business as a music venue because they built Heritage Landing across the river. They knew that the music venue was there, but then when they got into their nice new McMansions and their gate-guarded community, they went, hey, we hear music coming from across the river. It's disturbing. And they put them out of business. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Same thing with people who move into, you know, a, a nice little territory. Oh, look what a nice parcel of land. And it happens to be next to a farm this smells like manure. And mm-hmm. they go, hey, I don't like this smell. I paid a lot of money for this house. Put that farmer out of business. That's just so insane. Stupid. Like all the people on the south side of the chicken plant. You, you know, we were thinking it was something in the dumpster the other day. No, it that was just the chicken, the plant? chicken plant. Oh, okay. That was the chicken plant because it stayed there all day even after the dumpster was moved. For me, I'm just like, this is a part of existing in nature. There are foul smells and there's really nothing one can do about it. Like they don't, the government can't like contract with Febreze to start, you know, like <laughs> chemtrailing the sky with Febreze. You know, speaking like, of Febreze, Jen and I have a plan. Oh my goodness! We'll tell you guys about it later. We'll cut you in on it so you will not be uh, pulled in. But it's hilarious. Okay. It started with a meme, and we'll tell you more about that later on down the road. Huh. Twenty-three counts against against a Melissa Blair. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And I mean, yeah, I'm reading that story right now. What a uh, mentally ill woman. Truly. And, I mean, seriously. it's just, just serious mental issues. I mean, for how long? Multiple I mean, and McMen, maybe you should start, you know, worrying about what your teachers and your people are doing to your students and not about mouse. Really? You know, yeah. seriously, I think you have other <laughs> issues on your hands other than, a you know, a, 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 a novella. Um, that is, you know, about the Holocaust that's written at a, at a, at a young adult's level in comic book form. I think God. that uh, real-world sexual assault of minors is a bit more serious than a comic book. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, with, um, a, with a nude cartoon. On, on one frame. <laughs> right. And uh, on the uh, also just the mental health thing and health in general, uh, it was uh, uh, revealed this week that the Highway 58 area has one ambulance for 150-plus square miles. Yeah, the Highway 58 area is in general underserved. Now, they do have the Highway 58 Volunteer Fire Department, which does great work, but it being a volunteer fire department, there's only so much that they can do at any given time. So, yeah, they are drastically underserved. It's really horrible. Can I ask a question, too, on the, the whole uh, Katie's Tavern story? Sure. Out on Bonnie Oaks, the, the rape charge because the guy put something in the girl's drink. Mm-hmm. Anthony Woodall is the one that's charged. If he didn't rape her and he put something in her drink and she just got really messed up, mm-hmm. what would that be? Uh, it could be kidnapping. Uh, Intentional poisoning? Is there such a thing? I mean, if he didn't essentially assault her... I think that would just be an assault charge. What if I did it to you? If you did what if it? I thought it was funny to slip you a roofie so you would pass out and I'd have to ride you home? I think that that would be Attempted assault. Attempted murder? 
No, I think it would just be assault. I'm not a hundred. Should be something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's just it's amazing to me. And as I, nobody bought me drinks, you know, I mean, <laughs> not not for dates. That's for sure. I would go in every once in a while, and somebody who was a fan would, you know, because they knew I was a tequila drinker, would buy me a shot of tequila. I never thought twice about it. When I quit drinking, they still bought me shots of tequila, which I would have to give to other people. But as a woman, I mean, do, do you think about that if somebody buys you a drink if you're out? No, let me get you a drink. I did when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore. But yes, I agree with Russell. It it probably falls under assault. Yeah, and if she was moved against her consent, that's automatically kidnapping. So, Doctor Robert Califf is going to be the new FDA head, and uh, we will welcome some new blood in there. Uh, This one's up your alley. Prince Andrew settles his sex suit. Yeah, well, against, he's not guilty. Is it Virginia? (laughs) Is it Jeffrey? Is that the way you pronounce her name? The the odd spelling. Oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Virginia Jeffrey. Virginia Jeffrey. Oh. Part of the money will go to her, and part of the money will go to her favorite charity, which was not named. Yes, it was. It was? Her, her charity. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know the name specifically, but it's a charity for victims of sexual assault. And I wonder why she picked that one. His, yeah. his settling, obviously, is not an indication of guilt in the eyes of the law. Right. But Whatever. it is an indication of guilt in our eyes. Does anybody uh, yes. does anybody disagree? No. no. Yeah, no. You you don't generally do that. And I can say the same thing. Andrew for our former was stripped president, of, of all all of his royal um, duties. And 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 I think duties. this was this was the best way for him to handle it. No. I, well, yeah, it's the best way for him to handle it. Um, it's unfortunate that the case didn't continue in court in America. I am I'm, well, sure. I'm going to sure. assume you're going to deal with the Remington payout. Yep. Uh, so I won't get far into that, but Remington pays off the Sandy Hook families $73 million. I know we'll, we're we'll, going to come to the Russians right now. Let me get one more in. Sure. Uh, Alec Baldwin is being sued by the family of Helena Hutchins. No surprise and, there. Yeah, and they said that uh, on the movie set Russ that there was aggressive cost-cutting that basically put a bunch of people who did not deserve to have their positions, who were inexperienced there. But I'm I'm going to stay and stick to my guns. Forgive <laughs> me on this one. It's Alec Baldwin's fault. Yeah, ultimately, nobody yeah. would be dead if he had not pointed a gun at somebody and pulled the trigger, which you don't do. Period. Alec Baldwin should go to jail for a long time, and if he can still sustain a career after that, that's fine. He killed that girl. Yeah, period. He, he totally killed that girl. It would be, I, I think, criminally negligent homicide, not a murder necessarily, because I don't think he ever intended. No, to I didn't anyone, think there was any intention. But definitely criminally negligent homicide. I mean, just, in my again, eyes. you don't point a real firearm at somebody. Well, the like, I, I mean, I watched some pretty in-depth stuff on this. I this, did this, too. Was, this was a scene being shot with a gun face points That's directly right. into the camera. Yeah. This this wasn't a hey, they, look they at me, I'm staging. funny. I'm, I'm a, yeah. And so the, 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 this wasn't a hey, I'm I'm being negligent by just randomly brandishing a gun right it was a specific scene being shot he he shot her she's behind she's behind the you know the camera and the gun is going right at the camera that's a shot you've seen that in every tarantino movie ever made she She was 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 shot in in the side okay in the side of what she was shot in the side in the side of what her side her rib cage okay i didn't know that yeah so I mean, it, it, if 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 she well, had the camera, one of us is wrong in. on the facts on yeah. that. Um, anyway, 
my my biggest point is I'm not as big a go you know you're go you're, after you're, Alec. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not, on the side I, of not uh, and I, and Alec Baldwin's an easy guy to dislike. I think he because of was, his, I like him. I like him. I think he's funny. I think because of his involvement, uh, his level of involvement, I should say, in, in the production, I I agree with you, Brian, that there are plenty of shots that do that, and I think there's totally a place for doing that. But generally speaking, those shots are done with guns that are specifically designed for those shots. Um, and because of the budget cuts, they didn't have a oh, I, I think overall that the production was negligent on how they staffed and how they, right. they handled uh, safety precautions. I, absolutely. Yeah. Is that Alec Baldwin's deal? Because his name is so high up on the production level? Maybe. Because it, it's, it yeah. it's a small indie film. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he probably has more money than anybody else on the set. Oh, absolutely. But uh, the, again, I'd like to reiterate that there are millions of indie films with lower budgets that have plenty of gunplay where this doesn't happen. Sure. Let me uh before we get we're before we get out of this particular the upfront wrap up we're going to talk about the Russians uh, in just a second. I want to go ahead and do one other thing. Uh, we have two different stories on the front page of the Times Free Press region section. Bill would eliminate free access to records. Do they mean Bill Lee or a bill? Uh, no, this would be a bill, but Bill <laughs> Lee will, will of course sign it, sign any bill, you know, this this you know Lee that uh, is has an R next to their name. And this one basically is I, it doesn't matter what state legislators are pushing it, but sure. it just it keeps you from being able to go and say, can I get the records on X Y Z? As far as I understand, it's an exemption of certain classifications of document from public records requests, right? But it's the state legislatures putting themselves in charge of your freedom of information mm-hmm. and the information flow. Yeah. State legislatures also looking into divisive concepts in colleges. In colleges, it would allow students, faculty, and staffers, this is in Tennessee, mm-hmm. to sue public universities and colleges if they believe they're being punished somehow for refusing to accept one or more divisive concepts that the legislation says, quote, exacerbate and inflame divisions of race, sex, ethnicity, and religion. You talk about a chilling effect I'm going to go back to the old saw, and everybody's probably heard this. Heaven is where the police are British, the cooks are French, the mechanics are German, the lovers are Italian, and it's all organized by the Swiss. (laughs) Hell is where the chefs are British, the mechanics are French, the lovers are Swiss, and the police are German, and it's all organized by the Italians. And I'm going to say that hell is any place where state legislatures are in charge of morality. Mm-hmm. Period, and just let that one just stay where it is. Uh, in Louisville, a candidate for Louisville's Metro Council apparently tried to snipe the mayor, like, the would-be mayor, like with a gun. Yes. Oh, wow. yes. Yeah, opened fire on a mayoral candidate. <laughs> what in the world? Whose shirt was grazed by a bullet in his campaign headquarters. Holy cow! That's crazy, a dude. A twenty-one-year-old guy running for council faces four counts of wanton endangerment Yeah. Uh, against, um, uh, let's see Wait, here. the guy running for city council yeah. tried to shoot the mayor? Craig Greenberg, a guy <laughs> running for mayor. Uh, both of them Democrats. That sounds like something from the Wild West. Ottawa's, Louisville. <laughs> Wait, both of them Democrats? Yeah, both of them yeah. Democrats. Interesting. Uh, and very young. There's something about that that just doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <for> yeah. some <laughs> Come here, boy. <laughs> Ottawa's police chief resigned uh, the other day, and I didn't hear anything about it until this morning, over the whole Canadian trucker you know, protest that yeah. paralyzed the nation up there. His name was... <laughs> I think uh, it's overall pretty funny. Peter Slowly. 
And I mean, he just, that literally, I, I, I'm not making this up. His name is Peter oh, Slowly. No. Um, well, it's appropriate. It's been a while since we've, we've, we've done this, but I think the website du jour does need to be raw tools, raw tools. And this is a Denver church program that uses the old Bible verse. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And that's what they're doing is they're actually buying back firearms. And they've done it with more than a thousand firearms in the state. And they actually are beating them into implements of construction. It hurts my soul. For what it's it's worth. Oh, my heart. Don't do it. Come back to that in just a little bit. Yeah, do because it's not showing up. uh, I will will do what I can to try to find it for you. And the last thing I'm going to go with is one of our listeners down in Florida sent this to me. And it is, this is a big deal. There are three now, three cases of complete HIV remission due to stem cell research. And my friend sent this to me, the, the article, third person, that's, this is looking good now, but when you get into stem cells, you get into, of course, Nancy Reagan, you know, supported it and, and all the rest of the Alzheimer's patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, this is going to turn the QAnon conspiracy folks up to 11. Gays using the leftovers from freshly aborted babies, they eat to cure AIDS, then gain superpowers that allow them to telepathically communicate with those people who have 5G vaccinations. Oh, for heaven's sake. And it turns out that the third person is of mixed race, so you, you can throw some miscegenation in there too, <laughs> and something about taking pure blood and taking our gerbs and out of away from us and everything. Oh, and there's a quote by Fauci at the end of it, so it's clearly the end times for QAnon people in general. Uh, I well, believe... Well, if it makes you feel any better, they used umbilical cord blood, not Thank from you. I, That's yeah, just where I, I was going to go with that. Just, you you can save your baby's umbilical cord. I am not. Right. He, and he's use not it serious. If they ever get cancer. He's making fun of the QAnon people. Okay. okay. Russians knocked out the Ukrainian defense ministry, pretty much all the armed forces, and their major bank and their nation uh, online yesterday. Yes. There is your first wave of cyber war. Well, that's exactly what uh, the I think Defense Department said in a statement would happen. They said that that yeah. would be the um, the opening move of an invasion. Um, now, it, unfortunately, because uh, the the open secret is that we record a day early, um, it could already be happening right now as you're listening. We don't know, but um, it's it's a pretty classic directed denial of service attack, which is to say they um, send thousands, millions, billions of frivolous requests to websites for information. The websites try to. Uh, respond to those requests for information and in doing so get overloaded imagine if you start sending like a million faxes to your doctor's office they can't answer all of those faxes and so they can't answer any faxes so it's the same sort of thing but imagine it's on a much bigger scale and it's a website so that's what's going on right now with the ukrainian uh, websites do you believe that there's any truth to the fact that they're pulling forces out no. They made a big show out of it on video, but they actually added forces, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're repositioning. In fact, they shifted some of their medical units, as far as I recall, looking at some of the satellite photos with people who know about <laughs> these sorts of things, which I don't. Uh, they moved some of their medical facilities, their field hospitals, to be more deployable should there be an entry. So it doesn't look like they're moving away at all. This is going to be uglier than I think we realize. The president's trying to gear us up for it. He said mm-hmm. yesterday, this is going to be uglier than we think it is. There's going right. to be pain involved, probably at the pump first. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing. So I hate to be the panic person, but, uh, you know, 
If you're on a quarter tank, you may want to think about that. I don't that's think all. that's panic at all. I think that's planning. And that's up front wrap-up for today on the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. And this is what they swore. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put both the... Duh category and the Everybody's Got One, which is the theme music you're hearing now together. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products out on Highway 58. Dax Turner, where you get your industrial safety footwear and PPE. Thank you very much, Dax. And it's just this simply. I was a huge busy day. Day before yesterday. Busier day yesterday. I didn't get home until after 6. That's a long day for me these days. And had a bunch of stuff I was doing, but I got it behind this one crappy little pickup truck downtown at one point. And, uh, you know, everybody's got a, you know, we've all got crappy vehicles around here. You don't. You I got don't. a new one. Uh, I, I guess Brian's nice, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I've got a bunch of crappy <coughs> Mine vehicles. Sucks. I, my vehicles are all crappy. All right. So, you know, Rebecca <laughs> I have a nice Jetta. I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, but I, I'm not trying to get down on somebody, but I mean, they had a, the tailgate. They had two bumper stickers. One said Infowars.com, so you know where they're coming from. The other one said Masks are for criminals. That's all it said. All right. And and even then, if you looked real tiny, it said Infowars.com at the bottom of that too. And I was thinking, it's a two for one deal. Masks are for are for criminals. What about surgeons? What about firefighters? Yeah, what what about mean? football players? What about goalies? What about drywall hangers? What about auto body painters? What about superheroes? What about trick-or-treaters? What a stupid comment. Well, what a stupid sentiment. Yeah, but Jeff, and what a stupid thing to put on your vehicle. Yeah, but Jeff, you're expecting logic out of the illogical. God almighty. Blood for criminals. The problem, Jeff, is that you're playing into what they're trying to elicit, which is this exact response. That's exactly that what yeah, I they want. They want they, want they want the snowflakes like you, Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah. to> <laughs> <laughs> they want people like you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the woke snowflake. That's, that's more like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got. See, that's how I had to throw with the ball, all of them together on that if one. If you were a stoic like me, you would uh, enrage them because I don't care. If I had enough Chattanooga <laughs> driving stickers, I would have jumped out at the red line and just slapped them all over and completely covered it up. And then you'd end up on uh, Infowars.com as crazy liberal defaces my vehicle. Yes, I'm sure. That's good. I need the publicity. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors. Hey, Gary Thurman has stepped in for me as proxy in a very difficult situation. i got a little financial thing going on. I've got some people I don't want to have to deal with that I need to deal with. And Gary, being the guy that handles my investments, is dealing with it for me. That's Very what nice. I'm talking about. 710-9199, Guardian Investment Advisors, Gary and Ty and all the guys out there, they do such a good job. What are you doing? Well, the Chattery, once again, uh, this, uh, I think tonight is Thursday, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay, from 2 to 3.30, they're going to be doing a virtual cast iron cooking 101 class. All right. Cool. Awesome. So you can get on there and, studio and, and learn about sponsors, lodge cast iron. You want to get on to, that, Brian. How to take care of your cast iron. A lot oh, of people don't, there you go. like my mother. <clears throat> no, she takes hardly. her cast iron and puts it in water. Ah, she, that, I know. I, I can't. I need to drive up there I and know. rescue her cast iron. <laughs> She's got to put it in you the don't dishwasher. Do she that. doesn't have you any never, cast iron. You never put soap She's on it. She's ruined mine. Oh, there's people that debunk the soap myth that you can. Uh, you just have to do it in a certain you way. You can, but then you have to reason it. it. Yes. Yeah. No, well, See? not even necessarily. I, I follow some like literally like uh, caring for cast iron TikTok channels. Yeah, I'm sure. There, there are techniques. This, this, there, there's a 
little bit of a, you don't ever put water or so. Well, you got to put water and soap on something eventually. I think a pre-seasoned pan is a sin. I know that they sell more of that. them, but I, I, I think you, you need to season it yourself oh, what's so the you fun? have skin in the game. Yeah, but what's the know? fun in that? <laughs> season it is actually kind of a... It's hard. It, yeah, to get it where how well, you once want you, it. Once you get the patina, oh, it's, it's so nice. It's not that hard. What are you guys talking about? And then, it, then it's like Teflon. Oh, it's, you it's not You use a paper towel, you wipe it out, and greasy. it's clean. That's yeah, the old, all those songs about keeping your skillet good and greasy. Of course, that's a sexual innuendo, but it's still true. Oh, oh yeah. I get it now. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. This weekend is also the Con Nuga at the Chattanooga ah, Convention Center. See, you stole nice. one of mine. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah, well, this is... Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee's longest multi-fandom convention covering everything from anime, comics, ar uh, authors, artists, music, science fiction, horror, cosplay. I don't know what that is. Costume play. Costuming. Okay. Well, you dress up. Okay. Fantasy, uh, British media, gaming, paranormal, and so much more. Over 160,000 square feet of fandom fun. People ask me all the time, why don't you go to Conanuga, Russell? It's because... Uh, the people there are like me, and I don't want to see other people who are like me. None of us do. Okay. I'm pretty fascinated by it all. I never go just because I would feel so awkwardly out of place. Me too. I, would, I wouldn't me know too. what I was looking at, but I would be. I I bet I could find some entertainment. Do you know what it. one of the biggest cosplay events in the entire world is? And this this one gets me. Burning Man. It's at the actual. No, it's at the hotel where they did that movie Somewhere in Time really? with Christopher Reeves, the romance movie of all God, things that's uh, old and the hotel which exists pretty much by itself on a little island people go there every year hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them in dress and period costumes mm -hmm. for a movie that hardly anybody actually saw yeah but i guess I'm if you one see of those it, people yeah, yeah. Well, good for them you know well, yeah. there you go i did like christopher reeve though back in the day you need to go check it out yeah. Yeah. also uh sip chattanooga is returning to first horizon pavilion on march 26th it is a wine festival featuring over 200 wines produced right here in tennessee oh. hard cider artisans and vendors and proceeds from the event will benefit Tennessee agriculture and small businesses. I only patronize the Georgia winery. Have y'all ever done a murder mystery theater? Yes. No. I haven't. And no. I, I was so surprised at how much I liked it. It's really? fun. I, I was amazed. I mean, like the escape room. Sounds terrible. Both of them sound terrible. Oh, I was gonna say, the I was, escape yeah, room's yeah, awesome. See, the escape room, we went through that, and you should you should have been there. You would have been useless, Brian. I know. You would have been totally useless. We I were been. all useless. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, Mike was the only one who did it. Mike. It, it, was, it was pretty <laughs> terrible. But I mean, I, I enjoyed You're it staring so much. At that computer going, I, Look, the numbers, did, the numbers. We, we got a free, we got a couple of free tickets to go do this one in Atlanta, and we had a ball. We won. We actually won. And they have one coming up called the Games of Foot. I'm just going to throw this out there real quick at Mountain Arts Community Center up on Signal Mountain. It's this Friday and Saturday, uh, next Friday and Saturday, 25th and 26th. Is that this Friday? That's next Saturday, right? Yeah. And, um, and basically, yeah. And obviously, with the murder of foot, it's going to be a Sherlock Holmes one. So he will be the host in the manor. I I was just amazed at how much fun I had at it. So it's something I would just throw out there at you. So up on Signal Mountain there. What do feet have to do with it? Uh, the game's a foot Watson. Oh, the game's a foot Watson. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I know. I know he used it in Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah. I don't know if he used it in every single novel. I don't know. Talk to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's you know descendants. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. 
Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, with moi. Nuga's own Jeff Styles of the Y, Jim Lambert, Russell Stroud, Dave Hooker, Brian Stone. Streaming on Apple, Google, Radiocast, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Podcast, Radio, wherever you can find a podcast. Cross off YouTube, you will find would you please? Us there. No. We're not on YouTube. They well, suck. Well, I mean, I like YouTube, but not for us. All right. YouTube, you have been, you've been canceled. Yes, canceled. <laughs> Weekday mornings, Monday through Friday. Every Monday through Friday starting at 5 a.m. And this is Pimp Jen's Corner. All right, I want to start with this. Um, do you guys know who Felicia Jackson is? Bye, Felicia. Stop it. You're <laughs> I gonna do not feel, know that. You are going to feel bad when you hear about this. I have okay. no idea who that is. Uh, Felicia is the founder of um, and CEO of CPR Wrap, which is a plastic thing that you put over the body of somebody who might be going into oh, no. some form of... A body condom? cardiac arrest or <laughs> whatever no you guys need to chill out it's, I'm, it's not me it's him he keeps it's saying both things. of you anyway she's uh she's been listed in 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 forbes next 1000 whatever she's awesome um and she posted this on um on uh what's the app i'm thinking of i have no LinkedIn. idea linkedin Tinder. she put yeah. this on linkedin and this is what she says. I posted this video on TikTok yesterday to tell my personal story of when someone suggested I make the face of my company a white person. Hmm. He said my company had the potential of exponential growth, but because of prejudices, some people choose not to buy my product. Wow. Even though his advice didn't sit well uh, with my personal view, I know some minority owned businesses that have adopted this strategy. In less than 24 hours, the video became viral with the support unlike anything I've ever seen. My journey may take longer because I'm at the helm, but believe me, I will get there. I choose not to be hidden. Interesting. Oh, no, good for her. And good for her. She is um, extraordinary, and she's invented this product. Good for her. No, I'm all good, for it. Good I'm for sorry. standing her ground. I'm, what's her last name? Jackson. Thank you, Ms. Jackson. Yeah. So I think Bye, you should Felicia. Be... <laughs> You're an idiot. I think you should I work be saying, with idiots. I think you should be saying, Jeff. You know she's Felicia. used it. She know you. <laughs> she is so used to hearing it. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank no, no. Wonderful for you, and, and yeah. thank you for sticking to your guns. Really. Please feel free to come in and talk. Please. Yes. Absolutely. No. Don't do it now after Jeff's humiliated you no, on public not. We'll humi just... humiliate him right back when she gets here. Uh, <laughs> SpaceX is planning the first civilian spacewalk. Did you hear this? I know. Yep. I didn't think there were any pros on the SpaceX they, flights. They are pushing the envelope with commercial space travel. They were the first to send civilians into orbit last September, and now they're promising a civilian spacewalk. They're going to be the first ones with a civilian space disaster, too. The that launch is called Polaris Dawn, and it'll happen sometime later this year. The spacewalk will be... 310 miles above the Earth. I'd like to point out that NASA is technically a civilian space agency. It would be Polaris. Pol Polaris? Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm Australian-ish. That's okay. -ish. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be Australia's. Okay. <laughs> this is something that I didn't know. Olympians who win medals, do you know that they also get paid? Mm -hmm. Gold medalists, United States gold medalists receive $37,500. Yep. No, I didn't know that. Yep. Silver medalists receive 22500 just personal and money? Yeah. Walking around money? That's Pocket right. Money? 
and bronze uh, gets 15,000. Oh, is that of all? Of course, you know, if you live in Singapore, a gold medal winner, gold medalist winner gets $730,000. Good god. I know. In Kazakhstan, they come in second paying their gold medal winners. Well, they've had one. $250,000. They've had one. Hey, Brian. Look, hang on a second here. Let me see how what I how what I want to do. Uh, look, what what does somebody get paid for a Wheaties box? What do, what does a celebrity get paid for a Wheaties? I'd imagine box? that varies quite a lot, but uh, are I just still, is Wheaties still a brand that puts yeah. athletes on the yes. box? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, I watched the you know the the Bruce entire Bruce Jenner was on it. The Rams, you know, team saying they're going to Disneyland. Do you think they're really going to Disneyland? No, but I mean, they that's a that's part of the deal. After a Super Bowl, and they get paid for that, so I just, I just am asking. I, I have no idea. Apparently, I did not know that. Uh, they, yeah. something. they don't make much. This is a 1999 article from the Wall Street Journal. One guy got paid uh, one thousand dollars. Whoa! Wow. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, if you make less than fifty-eight thousand dollars, the Urban League uh, will offer you some free tax services. That's you about can take half, them up on that. About half what we make in the podcast. Mm-hmm. The Enterprise Center. Uh, is currently seeking artists for its storytelling spaces grant opportunity. Nine local winners um, will be able to uh, activate a public space anywhere in Chattanooga with creative storytelling, dialogue, and community in mind. Public space activate. There is an application for that. The application is due February 3rd. And if you're interested, I will post that to our Facebook page. So I can finally and read one, my manifesto. And one last story, which mm-hmm. I've, you know... I guess Eastridge, it's it's in its own league. Yeah. Some guy was in his car with his family, mm-hmm. two children, his wife, and he snorted a line of heroin falling in front of the people, in front of the pharmacist. Okay. And fell asleep at the car, at his at the wheel. At that point, don't get out the Narcan. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah, just, just let him go. <laughs> He's made his decision. Just I mean, I mean that's that's so you're nodding off at the wheel with your family in the vehicle at the pharmacy. Yeah. Brilliant. Bye. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Here's the question. What was he filling? I don't know. Did they fill the oxycontin? I doubt it very 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 seriously. He might have been there just to get some, you know, I don't know. Allergy medicine. <laughs> I'm here for my metformin. You know, I mean, I mean, you you, you know what I mean. Like, alcoholists will drink Scope and Vitalis, yeah. and junkies will will grind up a modium and, and that's snort it. Disgusting. Because there's something in a modium that apparently acts like an opiate, and so kids are doing. You know, I mean, I in remember modium. being. A, yeah, yeah, seriously. What is that for? That's for diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea. It's uh, and I. If you you may not know this, but opiates actually cause you to get constipated. Mm-hmm. Yes, I so do know there that. There apparently is an active ingredient in there that if you do enough of it, but God, who would want to do that? Really? But we got a whole, you know, a third of the nation does, you know, horse tranquilizers and and dewormers. You My know. generation just drank uh, cough syrup. Robitussin, scissor, Robo, yeah, Robo. That I mean, purple drink. But, but Robitussin DM used to actually have real codeine in it. Oh. You could buy it over the counter. Oh, it still does. And uh, people would drink Robo. I did it a couple of times, and it was horrible. There's I never understood anybody who got with hooked on codeine. horse tranquilizers if used properly in a medical environment. Well, also, my generation dro- drank vanilla extract. Ooh, yeah. I know. I know one of the most famous high-profile alcoholics I've ever met and I cannot use his name because of the anonymity anonymity that that word bye bye 
Um, and that, that was where he fell off the wagon after years. He was at a, uh, one of these seaside markets up in the, the northwest coast in Oregon or Washington with his family. And he just reached out just on a whim and grabbed a bottle of vanilla extract and downed it yeah. and went straight right down the spiral again. They found him down in Mexico. Completely passed out. It's so, disgusting. Yeah, I can't imagine it personally, but ever, uh, I hope I never do. You ever smoke nutmeg? No, uh, not on purpose. <laughs> not, not that I, not that I meant to. All right, don't recommend it. Thank you, thank you, Pimp Jen and Russell. The love muscle now gets his time to flex, and I probably didn't need to suggest to him what the topic was. Uh, a a first American. Firearms manufacturer Remington pays out a whopping sum of money to the million, yeah. families of the Sandy Hook shooting, and this has never happened before. No. Uh, before we dig into that too deeply, of course, it's brought to you by Time for Taiji with Chris Campbell. He's been providing workplace wellness programs since 2000. He's successfully implemented stress management programs for the home office employees of Home Depot, Kimberly Clark, Gwinnett County, Bell South Corporations, to name just a few. I think we could all use a bit of de-stressing in these trying, troubling times. Uh, and if you don't feel like going to an in-person location, don't worry. He also has Zoom classes. If you feel like getting out and about, that's cool too, because he has two campuses, one in St. Elmo and one near, I believe, Nutrition World. Uh, find out more time for taiji.com that's t-a-i-j-i that's how you spell taiji or call him at 423-821-8947 of course tell him that you heard about wait a minute you heard about him on our show there we go i had to think about that for a minute uh so yeah remington has been ordered by a court uh to pay out 73 million dollars in a lawsuit that was filed by some of the families of the victims of the sandy hook massacre now i want to start all of this out by saying in no way am I going to say anything negative about the Sandy Hook Massacre families. They deserve any money that they can get from any source. However, the decision um, that uh, Remington should be held responsible for the shooting, I think, is a little bit strange um, because the marketing tactics were what was were what were targeted by uh, the lawyers. Now, keep in mind, the, the lawyers are the ones doing all the talking. It's not like the family members gathered around a table and said, here's the argument we're going to make. So it's, you know, it's lawyers doing lawyer things. There's another problem with Bushmaster, uh, with Remington in particular, I'm going to talk about in a little bit, a uh, half a minute here. Uh, but the settlement comes after about seven years of uh, litigation between the two. Uh, Remington did some, in my opinion, pretty dirty tricks to stall uh, the lawsuit. Um, but enough said they were forced to pay out $73 million. Here's the thing, though. Uh, I... I don't think that it's a solid decision. And, and I'm not saying that just because I'm a big gun guy. I don't think it's a solid decision. Um, they were targeting Bushmaster specifically because of the marketing. They said that Bushmaster, which is owned by Remington, marketed the uh, specifically the XM15E1, we'll just call it an AR-15, the particular AR-15 model as being you know the militaristic military model. It's the same one our servicemen use. It's the same as the M4. It's a weird route that they took in their lawsuit. It didn't really make any sense to me, personally. Uh, and they had to take that weird route because they can't sue Bushmaster for selling an AR-15 because that would be suing a company for engaging in lawful conduct. Selling an AR-15 is perfectly legal. Um, there's a lot of people who think that it shouldn't be, but right I'm now... I'm one of them. Sure, but right now in the United States, 
it's legal to sell AR-15s. Yeah, I think it's preposterous that this that they paid a, a dime out for yeah. any of this. Like yeah. I, I say, pound pound sand, bro. They're, they're, this isn't our problem. This is a United States potential legislative issue. Prince, not Andrew, mine. Prince Andrew, make the problem go away by throwing money at. Well, it. yeah. Well, here's the other thing. I, I think talk they could about. win and not have to do that, though. I think that Remington doesn't really care that much because number one, this doesn't really change anything legally. Uh, marketing for AR-15s is barely even done anymore because you don't have to market AR-15s anymore. People just buy them. You know, yeah, because they see one. them in video games. No, you either want one or you don't. Yeah, exactly. You either want one or you don't. I want one. Be- well, I already have several, but I want one because I want one. You know, it's people who enjoy shooting. They're fun to shoot. I yeah, to tell you, you see, it's what the military uses, and it's what I want. And you know, there's a lot of different reasons one would want one. I also want. What What are those things? Why? Because to have one. There's but firearms. what for? To have fun with. Okay. It's fun. I don't get it. How many knives do you I own? I will never get it, I don't and I will never agree with it, ever. How many knives do you own? Me? Me? Yeah. Wait, who? I mean, they're, they're a tool. They're, they're, they're a tool. They can be used for recreation. They can be used completely for fun, never kill anything. They can be used for home protection, and you can cut up cheese with yours, and, and we can go plinking with ours. Yeah, I mean, they're, I've, they're, they're, there's nothing evil about them. I've said before that an assault weapon is really anything. You know, like I could stab you to death with a screwdriver. I could build a church with it. You know, it's it's a, it's a tool. But um, my my point about all of this is that the the lawsuit doesn't really make any sense to me because it's a company that's engaging in lawful conduct. Uh, again, fine, they're making a bunch of money. But here's the other side of it: Remington's filed for bankruptcy, I think, three times in the last couple of years. Remington doesn't have seventy three million dollars to pay out. They don't have the money. Uh, they are, I think, nine hundred and something million dollars in debt. Remington is not a company that anyone in the firearms community holds to a high esteem anymore because they're not the same Remington that was in the 1800s that invented all those cool guns. Remington is just a shell company that's owned by another uh, private equity firm. They're just a familiar name because they've been around for so long. Really, all that Remington is that's in any way similar to the previous brand is the name. That's it. Then Um, will these families ever see the money? Probably not. Just like any other lawsuit that has a huge, big number attached to it, the victims, the people who win that money, hardly ever see it. Uh, and I know that, I mean, this is just right. a fact. Yep. Sexual harassment cases, sure. all the rest of it, it, it they, they can tie it up in court forever and ever and ever and ever. Would now, you say something, seven years as this has been going on? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be another seven years before there's even this talked about again. Yeah, I mean, think about it this way, too. Like, imagine I 3D print a gun and I kill someone with it. Who do you sue then? The three D printer company, Xerox. Yeah, right. Like, do you seal? Do you do you sue the Chinese company that made the air, the the printer? It, it, the the thing on its face just doesn't Plastic make any sense. Plastic manufacturers. To me. It's like uh, if the families are the victims of that that awful uh, killing that happened uh, in Waukesha, right, where the guy drove yeah. through the crowd. It's like they sued Ford. It just doesn't make any sense. I, I, I I'm with you. I'm not. I'm I, I'm just saying, it's precedent setting. It may scare other younger companies off from actually producing assault weapons as opposed to stylized over and under shotguns. I don't know, you know, what the actual fallout will be, but it's it's remarkable. Mountains looking at each other, brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions, very short one. 
RC2 Realty Solutions. Just add the .com. You got everything you need to know about the whole real estate and property management business in our neck of the woods. Talk to Robin Ring, Robin with a Y over there. And I'm just going to go back to the Schwabian idea that <laughs> Randall had when he held up the ceiling tile with his head and got the nail gun through the lobes of his brain uh, and the adventures of O.C. and Stiggs and the death of P.J. O'Rourke and tell you a real story about my friend, y'all's friend, Mr. Chicago, who was working on his uh, cabin up at Lake Norris with his brother. And this is this is completely 100% true. Nail guns have hair triggers. Yeah, they do. They do. And uh, they they when you touch it, it's going to send a nail somewhere. And he was up there, and he was getting a little bit loose with his uh, whap, 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 you know, precision you know i'm you know i'm 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 a, I'm a carpenter now and uh this 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 i'm this is gonna be the best house ever and he put one right through the top of his foot ah. and into the two by four below it ah. and screened bloody murder and his brother his older brother who actually passed away right before they got the house built unfortunately they were working on it together he came up and they tried they tried. He tried to take a hammer and hammer the nail back out the other side through the wood and through his foot. That didn't work. So then he had to get the uh, the cross-cut saw and saw off the piece of wood at both sides oh and goodness. take it into the ER with the chunk of wood still attached to his foot. And he had to tweel him in there with this big board stuck uh. to the top of his foot. Uh. He, he was one quarter crucified and uh, <laughs> they, had to, they had to put him down like a yellow dog and extract it. So uh. I'm just, it just, I'm just throwing it out there. A nail gun is not a toy, <laughs> and it is not a tool to be toyed with. And, and next, my, we'll uh, sue Black and Decker. Yeah, <laughs> Black and Decker. I, I, I'm, I guarantee you that there were people who said you ought to sue them. You know, there had yeah. to be at least three dozen people who said you ought to sue or DeWalt or whoever. Or yeah, exactly. Can, can I add something real quick? To, you sure can. Uh, not to that, but a statistic I just thought of. Sure. Um, there are presently. Uh, more firearms in America than there are people. I think there's like yeah. eight guns for every one person or something like that. It's a huge number. Um, now we can all agree that's that's a little bit silly. It's a bit excessive when, when you have when you have people like Jen who don't even want one, don't understand it. Well, I'll take the ones know. that I, you know. I know, and that and you and I own multiple. But <laughs> that's a bit like I said. Brian said you know, you literally just you kick up guns out of the gutter. Walking well, I, mean, down I, don't, the I don't think that's silly. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of baseball cards too. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of things. But my my point about that is that the the AR-15 is currently the most prevalent rifle in America. Um, two points about that, and I'm not trying to like get in, under anybody's skin, keep in mind. Um, handguns are much more commonly used by a huge factor in shootings, even mass shootings, huge factor, um, than AR-15s are, uh, despite the prevalence of AR-15s. Uh, and number two, the majority, like the vast majority, like less than 1% of firearms in existence are actually used to kill people. So, you know, just throwing that out there. Well, I would also imagine that the the uh, they hold their value. They They're do. built like tanks. Oh, you don't yeah, you don't throw them away. You can right. throw them it's in like the, so in much the, that we produce, we just trash. You don't trash weapons. You could go you to recycle the sw- you could go yeah. to the swimming hole, take your AR15, throw it in the bottom, come back a week later, pull it out and it will shoot. They're remarkable things. Yeah, they are. They're, they're they, really... They, 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 the they, craftsmanship they, alone, I'm sure, is, is, is a lot of enthusiasts. Uh, you know, what, what really 
makes Loud, them the enthusiasts that they are. That's powerful part of it for me, yeah. and incredibly accurate. Now, however, I could give you an AR-15. I would take my Ruger 1022. We would pace off and say, now, shoot, and I would win because I'm actually familiar with firearms, and I will hit what I shoot at. You could spray all day long, but if you don't know how to use it, it's not going to do you any good. It's not like a bazooka, you know. <laughs> it's not like a great name. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, um, yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just saying it, it I just, wouldn't touch the AR-15 you tried to hand me. I wouldn't either. Happen. I know that's that's what I'm saying. It would fall I, to the ground. I'd I'm run saying, away. So it's, it's it's not the weapon; it's the person that is wielding it. So yeah, it's always yeah. the trigger man. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutout brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. I'm very proud to have them back on board with us. All of our sponsors who have been with us over the you know last several months, however long it's been now, we're we're six. Are we approaching six months? I don't know. Brian? October, October, November, 4th. December, January, <laughs> February. We're on five, you know, right, and then right. moving on. And any of them who have actually re-upped, we love them for yes. particular Tennessee American Water Company since 1887, doing what they do, bringing us clean drinking water. I'm going to double up on just the uh, regional state um, headlines here. Uh, let's start with Alabama, so two of them. Tuscaloosa, archivists and volunteers plan to start combing through decades of artifacts this week from a barber shop central to the city's civil rights history. I have never been to the Civil Rights Museum in Alabama. That's a, a silly and a shame. It'd be interesting. Uh, and and I, I, I blame myself. <laughs> Birmingham, <laughs> University of Alabama trustee is voted Friday to strip the name. Oh, I, I think I already had this one. Didn't I do this one? The Ku Klux Klan guy? Yeah, yeah. I thought I did. All right, well, we're just going to do single ones then. Uh, I don't know how that one ended up back in my pile. Um, Macon, I, I said I, I spent two years, one eight-month period in Macon. Um, uh, you think Chattanooga is a conservative town? Go to Macon. But the Okmulgee National uh, Monument, Okmulgee Mounds National Historical Park, they're, uh, park, they're going to be doubling its size. And the swamplands and the wetlands down there are beautiful. And for bird watchers and naturalists, it's, a, it's an incredible area. For most of us in the south, it's below the Nat line, and we have no interest in it. But, I mean, Native American mounds are just intriguing oh, yeah. at every level. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee, state lawmakers passed a ban on instant runoff voting in elections, a move that really was seeking to end a long-running legal battle with the city of Memphis. It shouldn't affect us, really. And Raleigh, North Carolina, legislators rushing to assemble replacement redistricting maps to comply by the week's end with a state Supreme Court ruling that found recently approved boundaries violated the Constitution because it gave Republicans outsized favoritism. That was the North Carolina Supreme Court. Take it up with them. North Carolina is not a particularly liberal state either. No, not even purple. That's close to purple. Nowadays. Depending if the closer to the coast you are, kind of like Tennessee, go west, young man, you're going to get blue. Come back up into the mountainous areas, you're going to be red, 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 red. Well, I'll tell you, and I think those mountains and the red just just streams over well, the state line. Then you got your line. little pockets. You got North Bo- Carolina, you got Boone. You got Asheville. They yeah, got little sure. pockets of blue. And Asheville. Then, yeah. I'll and tell then, you, when I was in the Outer Banks, I saw more Trump flags there than I had my whole life. Oh, but there's a lot of you know, yeah, plenty of mountain rednecks. Uh, uh, Trump, Trump fans are more likely to fly their flags too. Yeah. Uh, That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, top of the pops. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good today. My, my brain is blank as far as uh, there's nothing particularly on it right now. The Super Bowl is over. 
Uh, I am watching with great interest what's happening in the Ukraine. I'm I'm scared. I am I am frightened. I'm a little bit worried myself by yeah. by, by what is actually shaping up there. Uh, Biden said it the other day. If we shoot at Russia, it is a world war. Right. You have to keep that in mind. Right. It is immediately and, a world and war. And we are looking at some pain as Americans, no matter what happens, unless they all retreat and go back home, and that's just not going to happen. Well, think about it like this. The world, the last world war we had ended in, let's just say, 1945 to be round about it. That's a long time ago. You know, it's been a long time since there was a war of really any large scale in the world. The Korean War was probably the last, like, big scale police war we had. Yeah, which was a police action by the UN. Um, hey, one thing I'm excited about, this is more of an um, but one thing I'm excited about, uh, Blade Runner 2099. Ridley Scott is coming out with a new series on Amazon sometime in the near future. I'm excited about it. I am super pumped about the new Lord of the Rings uh, TV show. I am too. Uh, I, I really am. One of the, the most speculated things, we'll, we'll call this a top of the pops, uh, thank you to Sports Barn with its three locations in our town getting and keeping people in shape since 1979. But one of the most speculated things right now in the metaverse, I guess, <laughs> they actually, somebody owns that now, right? Yeah, so Facebook. I can't use that. Um, is the identity of Tom Bombadil, the character that Peter Jackson mm. left out mm -hmm. in all three and then another three films about Middle Earth, one of the most intriguing and enjoyable characters in the entire series was Tom Bombadil, this yeah. mysterious, um, powerful, yet completely non-aggressive father nature figure that actually held the ring, put it on, and went, hmm, and handed it back. It had no power over him. He had no interest in it whatsoever. And we're going to try to figure out who this mysterious character was. Well, I know he's that's also thousands of years old. Geek, I know he goes back to the beginning of time. Yeah. Literally, Gandalf said he remembers the first acorn, the first raindrop. We're going to find out who this guy is. Pretty this cool. will be interesting. Pretty cool. All right. Um, I'm right pretty much where I am with Top of the Pops on Um. I know that we need to give a shout out. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much to Jason Armstrong, owner of American Exotic Guitars. He is the true definition of local artist, musician, and craftsman. American Exotic Guitars provides the highest end in quality, handcrafted, and completely custom-made instruments. They are beautiful. You can check them out at AmericanExoticGuitars.com or you can email Jason directly at AmericanExoticGuitars at gmail.com. Short answers only. Did the Clinton spy on Trump and does anybody care? Probably. I'm sure don't they care did. That much. I don't care. That's don't, just politics. Uh, yeah, don't care. Spy means what? You hired people to go get dirt. Fox on News them. is the only one running with it. So. <laughs> uh, everybody spies on everybody. Good news. Uh, Penguins beat the Flyers five to four. There you go. And uh, that'll be enough to wrap it up today. There's other things I could dive into, but we're pretty much out of time. We appreciate you guys listening. Please spread the word and tell everybody about it. Uh, usually, like I said, if if ten people listen, we'll keep seven of them. Uh, it's, oh. it's, it's not it's not it's not a bad ratio. Hey. Uh, help us out. Sorry for you hockey people out there. Sidney Crosby scored his 500th goal yesterday, so that's kind of cool. I actually let me do add one thing. Lucas, my 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 baby blue eyed boy out in Colorado, lost his cat Butterball. Oh no! And that's... he has taken care of this cat. This cat, when I went out to visit. He's blind. He's he's fatter than your cat, which is impossible to <laughs> even imagine. He's fatter than fatness, catness, and uh, blind as a bat. He got up on my bed in the middle of the night, and Lucas came in, and I was just laying there, and he set pillows on the floor because he said the cat couldn't see to jump down. And I actually laid there 
and I could feel him moving from edge to edge to edge. He finally took the leap. Boom! He found the one place there wasn't a pillow, and uh, he had to put Butterball down yesterday. I know he's brokenhearted. That was his buddy. But he's still got Space Cat. Good. His other one. So, yeah, thanks, buddy. I I love you and love all my my fam. Wherever they are spread across this wild nation of ours, thank you for listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, and listen again tomorrow, please.